0: Yeah, Yeah, here here. we're We're fine. fine. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Get in the Garage. Oh. oh. open up on a fresh
1: new episode.
2: <laughs>
0: Ooh. You should do that every episode. I usually have seltters. So. You don't have the train whistle, so it, it works. Oh yeah. Cracking open a <laughs> cracking open a new episode. Um <laughs> I am Mike, your co host, along with Luke. Today we are Sans Jeff. But once again we have the pleasure of uh my wife my wife <laughs> Luke's sister Jade It's me. Welcome again.
2: Thank you. Thank yes. you for having me.
0: Luke, tell the good people what we're talking about today.
1: Uh we're talking about we're going to do the two new record album reviews. Yes. Uh we're going to talk about Parquet Courts Sympathy for Life and My Morning Jacket's brand new self-titled release. Yes, My Morning Jacket. Is that what I said?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just saying My Morning Jacket because that's the name of the album. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I was like, <laughs> you did not say self-titled. I was like, did I say it wrong? Yeah. So uh, do you want to kick off? I don't know. I don't know. Which well, one do you want to do first? Can we start with My Morning Jacket? Sure. Okay.
1: Kick I, th- off. I thought you were going to say okay. – I, I, I thought you had something to say about it. Yeah, um
0: I feel like you and I may – I think initially we agreed on our opinions of this album, and I think mine changed slightly during – the re listens of this record, but why don't you tell us why or wh- how you feel about it?
1: All right, so this is the brand new album from them. Their last release was the Waterfall Part Two released last year, which was just some um, pretty much kind of like a um, cut together album of um, <clears throat> leftovers from the double album from 2015 titled The Waterfall. Um, so I am a pretty big my morning jacket fan i like them quite a bit um i thought the waterfall was a a masterful release i thought it was really really good um solid breakup record um a lot of good tunes on there um this new album i was i'm i'm not as in love with it um Mm. as i was with their last one um so i'm gonna start off by saying that um i feel like this record um it feels really bloated to me um like there's a lot on it um and textual textually it doesn't um, excite me in a ton of different ways. Where it kind of almost feels like it's like more like on a one note thing, especially like the vocal effect on the whole record. Um, yeah,
0: I, d- I was going to say that, especially for Jim James and like the way that like the vocals that I'm used to. Yeah, that threw me off on this record because it is a little different. There's a different thing. It's it's drier. There's not as much of that like
1: it it's soaked
0: reverbness. It,
1: it sits weird in the mix, yeah. and it like doesn't really like rise or fall for me, and, and like to. <clears throat> no, we just like the change in melody. um So that's like the basic things. And then the um other thing is, I thought the lyrics of this record were poo-poo, trash, garbage. Oh th- shit! <laughs> yeah, I
2: said this morning.
1: The... What, what was that? Oh, line? No, well, it was released as the single. The, right before... I know what. I know exactly the oh, line you're going to say. Regular... It's the going to Sephora. Is it that one? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. It's
0: um. Uh, it's the what's the opening track?
1: Oh, um, it's called a regular. Back to You regular schedule, scheduled I'm
0: like, all right, let Bob Dylan do Bob Dylan, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, right. Just, like <laughs> that's. It just sounded so. I mean, no disrespect forced. to Jim
0: James. I think. I think. Well, we'll. I think. All right, we'll get into it, it sort of like coming out of this, the album review. But there's another point that I wanted to make. i will make it later. But yeah, like um, the
1: lyrics, like made me blush for him
0: at times. Yeah, I. I would say this is a safe record.
1: No, I don't even think yeah. It's
0: it's I, I, that's what it sounded like to me. It's not two things about this record. One, it doesn't know what it wants to be. I felt like that this record like when I listen to it front to back, I'm like what is I don't know, you listen to the waterfall, you listen to um why is it escaping me the bear. Uh it still moves. It still moves. It feels like those records like I mean there's so many, but like I feel like his records all have like a there's like a purpose to it or it seems like there's a sound to it. Like sonically where this just it feels kind of jumbled. I think though we have to remember that this is what we're going to start seeing, which is the release of this is this band this is this band's COVID record. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's going to be I a was just thing. There's that. Like, I'm this like, like this is there was this nothing is their prog do. album. This is their this album. This is their that. Uh, this is going to be their. Pand- we're going to see releases well, of albums that are like this is this band's uh, pandemic album.
1: Coincidentally, did you? Both records are very much about the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Like that was the other thing that was kind of crazy. Right, right. But um. Yeah, like I thought there was like did you It just
0: felt like it was a struggle for identity
1: and there was like
0: let's l- hear listen to us play extended jams and it's like I don't need a 9-minute song right now. I yeah. don't need a 9-minute song.
2: Really? Cuz you really like the Grateful Dead.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is is this isn't a Grateful Dead record.
1: But isn't <laughs> it a Grateful Dead record in the fact well, right, that yeah. in the fact that My Morning Jacket is a much better live band than the Grateful Dead made shit records. Yeah. Is that's what this record feels like to me. It feels like these would all sound cool live, but like even for me too, I'm like, you're right, like trim that fat down, make the jams more because they've already been a jammy band and they've already written great long jams. So for me uh, on this record to hear them jam in like that, uh, the nine minute song, the devil was it the devil's Devil's in the the details? details? That's the long one, and that's even the one with like the lyrics about, um. Going to the mall, like yeah. the uh, references, the end of Stranger, the the finale of Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, and then that ha- also has a Sephora line in it uh, to buy a new face. Like, it's like... Yeah, there's the, a reference
0: in there too, I can remember
1: what it was. For me, it's like, okay, so like the lyrics aren't that deep. Like, you're talking about like mall culture and like consumerism. And then like you add like a nine minute jam on that. Like it's supposed to like really like pound the point home and then yeah. like it also has some like the BLM stuff like in there and like yeah. the protesting and covid and but for me it just doesn't really line up to be like a like a really like precise statement about anything other than like mm. you know like oh like now there's no malls and now it's like i don't know it's different <laughs> like wow. yeah that's how yeah. i felt it was well, kind of like you're just
2: like hopping on the trend of trying to stay culturally relevant and even though They're just kind of falling off of that.
1: Yeah, but. Yeah, but the waterfall is so. But this is what I mean. It's so good. But that's like a really good breakup record where this one is trying to say like more something on like a social social level and it's just like. Kind of falls flat. Yeah. Like the. um,
2: Plus, it's been crammed down our throats. So like. When we listen to music, we kind of want an escape. We don't want to be brought back into the news. Yes.
1: And especially on the My Morning Jacket record we're like, sometimes I do just want to hear him have fun and say peanut butter pudding surprise.
2: Oh, I love that song. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> How fun is that tune? And that record's not, like, a solid record all the way through. Yeah. But, it, you know what I mean? But in, to say that, like, that's a lot more fun than being, like, you guys should, like, know about. It. And we're like, yeah, we all know. Like, also, and the language he uses yeah. isn't, like, that like, um, imaginatory where you could like put your own maybe spin on it. He's like, it's very, yeah, it's like, naming this is things. what this is. Yeah, he's like referencing yeah, no to interpretation. like very specific. I don't know.
0: Yeah, also, like we said, you know, the nine minute long track, the entire album has a running time of what just over an hour.
1: It's, yeah, it no, it isn't. Yeah, it's just maybe like an hour and something, but yeah,
0: hour and a few minutes. No, but. not
1: even like an hour and seconds.
0: Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. uh, and you know, you split it up on a double LP. I'll say, because I streamed it, I didn't listen to the record. You have the record, though, yeah. Yeah, it's a double album. Yeah. Um, every, I, I'll say I like I like what would be side four. Yes, where it's like the last three songs because it's kind of split up in like three tracks on every side. Mm-hmm. Even though that could have been done on just one, I mean, I don't think he had to do a double.
1: No, it it has to be a double. Yeah. Yeah, because you can only fit fifteen, 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 fifteen hour oh yeah yeah so yeah. but every side to me I, there was like stuff that like I like for me on this album like um like love 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 like the second song it was yeah. okay what one did I really hate on there that, I didn't like the love that much the one that is that the one that's like don't Oops. um which one was like the dum no dum 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 oh dumb, uh, dumb, is that dumb, in color lucky to be alive hated that song yeah yeah, 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 to be that for me i'm like do, do you th-? i don't know for me it just compared to like yeah. stuff that was on the last record that like lucky to be alive is just not really like it's you know what i mean it's like the lyrics are kind of like again just kind of bland and like you know yeah. um yeah like that's why I, I like i said i just it feels it just and then even at that yeah. like um how long is lucky to be that's a f- almost a four and a half minute song for me yeah. that's two two minutes and out it's the yeah when you have something
0: that's like that's yes. going like that con- that consistently um yeah,
1: you i to. songs i did like on here i did like in color um yeah yeah on the first side i
0: actually do like regu- regularly scheduled programming me it's too. just that I- one it's just that one Dylan esque thing that when I I heard it it just made me chuckle but I think as a as an opening track the idea like I think this is a it's a really good opening track even just the name of it regularly scheduled programming it's like it's 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 Nova, it's October of 2021 we're kind you know the world's opening back up so and that's sort of a social commentary thing like I think that's fun as an album opening sort of concept song like oh okay and we're back you know that right. kind of thing or- but yeah I think the rest of the record. It just, fa- I don't know. It just kind of falls a little flat to me. It's just, it's not that it's bad. It's just uninteresting.
1: Yeah, like devil in details could be a more interesting thing. It was also ten minutes long. Um, yeah. like we I talked about. I like the about. last track. Uh, I could uh, I never could get enough. Yeah, I like that. That's a
0: jam in a song that I like.
1: Yes. See, like
0: the way that they did it there.
1: Yeah, for me, like the last side of the record isn't that bad. You're getting um out of range. Out of range. Like that yeah. was pretty good. I like that tune. Yep. Uh the penny for your thoughts. Like that was it was okay, but for me, it's like I would give this album a five out of ten. Yeah. Um, that's my that's my rating on it. We're gonna go by the pitchfork standards. I'm gonna give it a five. Yeah. I gave it a five. I did read the pitchfork review afterwards, which also gave it a five. A five. Um I thought there was good tunes on this record, like I said. I really liked like in songs like In Color, um, and out of range on here. And there are good moments in a lot of it, um, but like songs like um uh, you know, uh what was it? Uh
0: Oh the song least expected. Least that had that like that.
1: Yeah. And see, even like love, 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 like I feel like my morning jacket has covered shit like that so yeah. so much, like it's just I don't know. I feel like um I wanted like a more like out there thing from them or something a bit more interesting because like yeah. this was like them making and like the I I read this like in the pitchfork thing and I definitely agreed with it. it they yeah. said it was kind of like them making a um like a jam band record pre made ready to jam on the stage and I'm like I guess that's kind of right. Um I just yeah. you know. I don't know. I just feel like um they're capable of stronger record making and um I'd like to see some uh, you know another side of them that I like another interesting side so.
0: Yeah. This for me I'd say I'd probably put it like a 6 or a 7. I'm going a little bit up but only for the reason that like I'm not I don't know. I I think I said it I was starting to say it off air but it's just like yeah, I think you you have more of sort of like an emotional attachment to this band. This is a band that like is kind of like a, like when you get that sort of feeling of like ownership of a band, yeah. Like in that way, not in a not in a fucked yeah, up like, way, but no, be like, like no, I'm no, a fan. My, I love, yeah, I'm a fan. I you're would my buy band. a band.
1: I would buy a ticket to see this band. Yeah,
0: I'd buy a T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. I'd buy you know I'd buy their yeah merchandise, uh, and I think that the ebbs and flows of a band when it is one of those types of bands for you. Are a little bit more intense than say a novice listener of a band, so I think that for me, I kind of enjoyed it. There were some like, there were some like bits where there were you know I was kind of like snoozing a little bit, like all right, like let's get on with it. This two you know this two and a half minute jam part of a song is kind of unnecessary right now.
2: Who are you now? You you used to love that.
0: Yeah, I listen when I want that. I just listen to I'm a turing. Yes album and then I just carry on. <laughs> like I just, you know what I'm saying. Like if I need that hit, I know where to get that hit. But it's like. When you're a band like My Morning Jacket, I'm not saying that you can't have it's just, an experimental but, thing and stuff because but, they've always. But what you're had saying had is too
1: kind of is you like jamming. This isn't jamming. This is written, long form songs. Right, right. There's no improvise anything on here. Yeah. There is like it's all calculated jamming, which is much different than actual jamming.
0: Yeah, because when you listen to the Grateful Dead, right, it's it's every song is played differently every single time right. you hear it, right, and which this... is different than the than, than most of the time the actual album recorded versions of the way that you hear it. Right. They'll switch up tempos, they'll do this, they'll do that. Yeah,
1: and my morning jacket can play that ten minute song on here note for note, like they could play the whole yeah. thing the way it was. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. it's a different. It's it's a jamming that you're not as. It's like a written piece.
0: Yeah, and that's not to say that I don't like that, obviously, because I also listen to, like, Yes, you know what I'm saying? Right. Which is, like, that's the that's insanely complicated stuff at the same time every time. King Crimson, you know, all the prog, early prog rock stuff. But it's, like, yeah, I, I it just feels, it almost feels, and I know it's, like, kind of fucked up because this is his social commentary record, but it just feels like it doesn't really have a soul, this album. I'm just kind of like, man, it's a little hollow. It's like, okay... Yeah. And like you said, the lyrics, it's like,
1: why, why are you singing this? Yeah, man. It's not, he's why not, are you singing this? it's not the times are changing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, are they no.
2: contractually obligated to release so many albums a year? Was I would this assume it's just so. like. Something no. they had to check off to get I, it done.
0: He's no, the engineer, we, producer, everything for, for all their stuff. Well, I don't know what album, I don't know what record label then. there.
1: That's, this is, this is, this <laughs> was my, like, another thing. Because The Waterfall, like, so they had, like, a stopgap record that was, like, pretty much just thrown together from their last record, The Waterfall, that came out in 2015. And that record was so crazy. Like, I thought, like, had a whole, it was, like, a um concept album about, like, you know break up and river and that stuff so that was like really interesting to me and then having to wait this whole time and being like well the waterfall was so good so whatever comes next is going to be like pretty good because it was starting to seem like they were like making concepty you know things and then to have an album that was kind of like had a lot of different thoughts on it and like um you know it wasn't as cohesive and it was really long um that's where i was kind of you know but for somebody who likes like um is if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know a ton about rock and roll and you like, you know, poppy rock, this is great. I'm I'm just saying, as a like deep like fan of listening to it and like getting really granular. Yeah, right, right. I feel like the band is capable of more, which is why I would give it like a lower rating. But like average rock fan, like I put this on today and like nothing on it was offensively bad. It just wasn't like um my favorite thing they've done. So
0: Yeah, it's it yeah. Yeah, yeah, So I'll say this. It's a nice it's a nice sort of like background music record. And that's not to shit on it. I don't mean that in that way. I think a Grateful Dead record is a great background music record. You know what I'm saying?
2: Like something
0: to make breakfast to. You know, yeah, something like it's got it's got a good you know, there's some good vibes to it. There's some fun stuff on the record and all that. It's just yeah, I think like what you said, Luke, where it's like there's a certain bar that was set. It yes. creates a certain expectation where you're like, uh,
1: and this okay. as somebody who listens to full records like every day, yeah, um, 45 minutes, everyone, that's where it's at. 45 minutes. That's yeah. where your tolerance is at. And then the, I'm telling you even like 35 minute album length, that's a sweet spot. It's yeah. the best. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, Do you want to uh move on? Is there do you want to talk about uh, anything else about this My Morning Jacket record?
0: The only thing I thought about with the My Morning Jacket record, it kind of got me thinking to like ask a certain question. And I think that question is and I think we've alluded to it if not spoken about it briefly on the podcast that you know, who are like who is like is my I was thinking about My Morning Jacket. I'm like is is My Morning Jacket a band that like Twenty years from now, we're going to be driving to work, and we turn on classic rock radio, and my morning jacket is on a classic rock radio station. The way that now we're seeing, like the Pearl Jam's and the well, not now, but you know what I'm trying to say, like
2: actually, yeah, and, it is now that is and, considered classic, right? Now. No, it
0: is considered, but I'm saying uh, what, but I, I mean by saying not now is like I feel like we've been hearing those bands on classic rock radio for at least like the last like eight years. You know what I'm saying? But I, what I mean is, is that like who are those bands? Like who's going to be the who are the bands that like are not on Classic Rock Radio right now that are going to be on Classic Rock Radio and we hear it and go, "Oh shit, this is on Classic Rock
1: Radio now?" I don't think that that they're one of them. No. No, cuz they're they're tw- they're 20 years in already. Right, they but they ar- give it another 15. But think of what the Stones were 20 years in. Yeah. They already had sure. songs on Classic Rock Radio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like satisfaction was super old by yeah. the time. But who, the, rock and I roll guess came that's out. the
0: question. Like who? What bands right now are the Rolling Stones? Are Led Zeppelin? Are that? You know what I mean? Like what bands are going to rise to that?
1: Well, I feel sort of
0: thing. And, and is my morning jacket one of this? Okay. One of the bands that will look back on with like reverence and be like they were one of the good ones. So even era. bigger,
1: bigger picture. I think uh this record. Like if we're talking, we're going to get like real nerdy with it. But like. I feel like the real question here is, It does my, and this is why the ambiguity of this record anyway, is My Morning Jacket a jam band festival band, which is also talked about in the Pitchfork Review, yeah. or is My Morning Jacket a albums band that makes great records? Are they the jam band band where you go and see them live and the records are so-so? Or are they the band that makes classic albums and is striving to make great pieces of recorded art? and is also a great live I mean,
0: band. give me... Okay, well, answer me this question then. Like, what do you feel like... Do you feel like there are My Morning Jacket records where the entire thing front to back is, like, amazing?
1: Yes, The Waterfall. But is that the only one, though? No, It Still Moves. Do you still right? have... Is that, is that yeah, the end of that Yeah, It Still record? Moves, yeah, yeah. The one with the bear?
0: Still Moves or It Still Moves? That's the one that yeah, we we'll
1: like. Yeah, It Still Moves is perfect to life. me. Um, uh critical I, I don't know how to say that one from 2011 um yeah, that's not green, like a perfect perfect oh, record thing. but that's like at least like a seven for me the waterfall was like pretty perfect i really love that record and it still moves is a lot of fun for me and i would still put that one at like a seven
0: i i love that record it still moves i can't i could when i first listened when i first found discovered that i like i couldn't stop listening to it
1: yeah it's a, it's, it's just so beautiful yeah, it's, it's like
0: everything about it dude, it's, the it's their, soaking soaked in reverb it's their everything best reverb record oh it's such a good reverb record. See, that's uh,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, are you going to be like an album band in a great, like, you know what I yeah. mean? Because now they're at a point, I think they're at a crossroads where you need to like kind of choose which way you're going to go. Because yeah. if you're going to keep going like the, it doesn't matter rate, and you're just going to be like a live festival band, which is yeah. what they are, because right. they really don't do like, you know, they're not doing club, they're doing arenas every summer. And then maybe like a couple amphitheaters opening up for yeah. somebody big in the fall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a couple of years ago, there was that Wilco My Morning Jacket deal Dylan tour. That Kind of thing, right? Right,
0: so yeah. What other bands do you think? Like, I'm that's what I that, that's what led me to like
1: are going to be on the classic rock, radio. yeah. Like, well, I was what, just it's that, what
0: you're hearing now, yeah, yeah. You don't think it'll ever add like anything will be added to it, though? You know, what yes,
1: I, mean? I do. I, I there's ebbs and flows in it because like Fleetwood Mac now, because everything is so like wishy washy, yeah. I don't think the format of the time span is going to change. I don't think like we're, I, I think like old moldy oldies is done but like now it's going to it's just yeah. going to keep moving up but um like I don't eventually like like um probably classic rock radio is going to be like in a couple years will be crazy by like um Narles Barkley will be like on the classic rock radio station right yeah. it will be shit like that it'll be like pop hits that are kind of rocky that you like you re- shit like that yeah is that's what's going to yeah. be it's going to be like
2: a lot of white stripes. It's going to be like, remember yes. when you guys did the Garage Rock? Yeah. It's just going to be all the Garage Rock. Absol- is then going to be the new classic.
1: She's absolutely uh, yeah. right because I was at oh, dinner yeah, last night. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. I was at dinner the other night at a 99 restaurant where the playlist was. <laughs> you um, went to
2: 99?
1: Well, it was a family dinner. So you got Always a real deal. But, <laughs> oh my God. I heard a man say to a waitress at another table in a rude voice, she'll have. Water, no ice, because she is freezing. And the lady would like some popcorn, please. Wow!
2: Ooh, what a dominant man!
1: It was so funny. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I went to ninety nine, and um, the playlist was primarily because this is what I do when I go to places like that and listen to music. Yep. Um, it was like Fiona Apple and like nineties hits oh. and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then um, OK goes like the treadmill song. There you go. So yeah. It's gonna be shit like that.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to think of what bands are the big bands right now, and I don't, I don't know. I think it's the pop, I think we it's just it's the pop star era. Yeah, like pop star Harry through.
2: Styles, people are all about him. Yeah,
1: like Harry it, Styles. I feel is like making... it's
0: either yeah, I feel like it's either the, like the pop star who has like a revolving door of backing band members who does and it with like live. You know who's musicians? really
2: popular like not to age myself with the young people is <laughs> Greta Van Fleet. Like they're so popular. They right have now. a huge pop. They, so I know. So they so makes popular. my
0: skin crawl.
2: What? They're, honestly, they're not that bad. The I'm not saying they're that bad. Goofy.
0: I'm not saying they're that bad. I'm just saying like, I can just listen to Led Zeppelin. I don't have to you know
1: Listen like, This guy, is this era's Led Zeppelin This okay? is coming from the dude that bought all the Wolf Mother CDs so I don't I want love to hear. Wolf It was Mother. a time and place. I love Wolf Mother It was a time and place. And I don't really
0: listen to them that much anymore. I
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you Woman know, Woman. Yeah, like But
0: it's like yeah, it's either like the Rock and Roll Resurgence bands or like the single pop star. But I'm trying that's what I'm saying. Like through that stuff, who are those I mean like maybe Foo Fighters? Yeah. The, uh, my morning jacket. Foo Fighters.
1: Foo Fighters on the cover of Rolling Stone yeah, this month. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm.
2: God,
0: they're everywhere. It's the Foo Fighters. It's, the fires. it's medi- all over this place. It's,
1: it's medicine at midnight. It's like, it's a okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um,
2: Dave Grohl is a sweet man. He deserves it. Yeah, I'm not
1: saying. Oh, he I'm is. not You know. He
0: is. So I'm not a huge Foo Fighter fan, but you know, what they do for rock and roll and all that stuff and the stuff that Dave Grohl preaches for the most part is I agree with. Right. For the, You know, in regards to and rock and roll.
2: Jack White, too. He's like all over the place. Yeah, he's, he's classic rock all day now.
0: He is. I don't. Well, yeah, right, right. In ter- mm-hmm. well, because I think that's what happens, right? Like Jack White basically like starts this, or helps Empire. start this sort of well, the garage rock revival thing, right? And then like everything else, everything just becomes hyper commercialized. So even the Jack White sound is like, you know what I mean? Once, once, once the artist becomes like, this is the Jack White sound, it's over it's over because then that it, then it's 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 like between Jack White and the Black Keys there's a whole generation of musicians that you know put plug in a fuzz pedal into an octave pedal into a amplifier and kind of just like you know hammer out yeah jack white sound not that that's a bad i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying i think that's when you can say like yeah you're you're kind of classic rock now cuz it's a classic form of rock yeah right so
1: yeah. i agree Um, but there are bands that are forming and changing and making progressive music. Yeah. And our next pick is, I think one of those bands. Yeah. Um, I like this band. I I
2: added it to my Spotify list immediately. I was like, this is fun. Okay.
1: So for being a My Jacket fan and buying that record and being like, kind of let down, um, this record came out and I was like, this record Rules it rules it made me so happy because the opposite thing had happened to me where I had gone to the record store in uh 2014 according to the receipt I found on the record, um, (laughs) and bought their I believe their second record and an EP that their um first EP that had come out, um, and I did not like them at all and put them back on my shelf and really had never listened to them, and so when this came out and i saw like people were like this is good um i put it on and it was so presently surprised of a new version of this band that i loved what did you like about it jade
2: i like that they sound like the cure and they sound like the talking heads a little bit
0: and they sound a little bit like the killer no not the killers what was the other one the
1: smiths The
2: smiths the, just the tone of voice not the music yeah, yeah.
1: Um, talking the Talking Heads voice, I was like, uh, qu'est-ce que c'est? Like, that, was what yeah. Jade, that was such a great yeah. pickup, Jade, because that was in, in the first song where he's just like, you know, the the it's like sing songy, like a lot of the record is sing songy lyrics. Yeah. But that's
2: I like that stuff, and it was just fun. And I mean, granted, I literally just listened to it this morning, but <laughs> I immediately was like, "Yes, this is going on my liked playlist because I." i really like this
0: <laughs> yeah and and it's, it's cool fancy, too because there were moments fun. where it reminded me of so I, I, I did a little bit of research on this record and um oh what was their what were their what are their names the two like the main
1: um, oh i don't i didn't i don't really know like the band members i was
2: very surprised to find out that they were not look. british oh. i thought this was a british band all day long and no. it was like they're from yeah. texas and i'm like what I think song. well I think yeah some of the members
1: originally met in Texas.
2: I'm like how are they from Texas?
1: For me the um pace of this record though was incredibly New yep. York. Incredibly like New York. Oh York-y. yeah
0: yeah cuz there's Ramones oh, vibes you know, yeah, there too.
1: Ramones-y. You know who else sounded like the um the singer the singer sound or the singer sounded like um uh, Oh he sounded like Lou Reed. He had like a a dry,
2: yes. I'm, but (laughs) what did I say to you? I'm like all all sad guys sound the same, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, looking into it, yeah. So it's Andrew Savage and Austin Brown um, are like the principal, you know, songwriters. Uh, They both they share vocals, and then they both play guitar. Uh, But for this record. Uh, from what I understand, it, most of it was done by March of 2020, so right at the beginning of the COVID pandemic. However, however, it's October of 2021, which means that the last what year and a half has been mixing, mastering. Like, he, I think, I can't remember, because it was produced by... Well, they worked with two separate uh, producers for this record, but... Um, The majority of the time, in the meantime, was yeah, like mixing, mastering, and all that. And I think it really reflects in the music too. Like the production's really good. I really like the production. I think it has. There's moments where it has that sort of. um, uh, What was the last Jeff the Brotherhood record? Hypnotic.
1: Nope. Nope. Uh, Uh, No Uh, magic songs.
0: Magic songs. Yeah, there was like that kind of a vibe. Uh, I was reading up on it, and they were saying they were really trying to incorporate sort of like synth pop, dance pop elements into like the garage rock framework. And I think there's moments where they touch on both of those things. The single on the record, yeah, the well, one of them, uh, "Black Widow Spider," that's cool because it's like that super like fuzzy kind of. It feels so garage rock, but then I think the third or fourth song, I can't remember which track it is. It goes into this sort of like synthy sort of like like it does this kind of thing too. You're like, wait a minute, this is you know. So I think in contrast to the My Morning Jacket album, I think this is a great record because I think this record shows like. Hey, if you're trying to incorporate different styles into like the band that you are, like this is a way of doing it like I think really well. well. Not that I'm a huge fan and not that I've really listened to any previous albums, but I think this record in comparison to My Morning Jacket, you're like, "Oh no, this is yeah this is how you do you know
1: well okay so for me this is what i find is happening with a lot of these bands like that started in like the um earlier 2000s and are are now like even like the early 2010s yeah these garage rock bands so like this band was definitely more of like on the garage rock like lean and they these bands like the oc's last record uh threat it's really funky Yep. And, like, very influenced by, like, James Brown rhythms. Mm. And, like, this has that same kind of, like, pulsating. Um, this one's more of, like, an 80s, like, um, 80s kind of dance rhythm. It, like, sounds like a, um, uh, like, Liquid Liquid um, kind of. Like, that's a, um, Liquid Liquid's a, um, a band. They have a um, kind of, like, that kind of sound. Like, and that's a New York dance beat yeah. kind of thing going on. And I definitely really, really like that. Yeah, um, it
0: sounds. Bo- it it sounds both like now, but also like then. before, yeah. before their time. Kind of a, a feeling too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They definitely. But see, that's why I, li- I think it's because it's so English.
2: Yeah, it sounds. Super the attitude
1: English to me. is so British to me. You think it's British? I think it's New York. It's because it, he sounds like Lou Reed, and it sounds yeah. like the Talking I, Heads. Well, bo- I think it both. I think like both. both. It sounds like the dance, like the New York. It sounds like early hip hop. But
0: I find it has that sort of like that that English sort of like uh, um, it's like English. rigidity and sort of like trip skip like char, char, char. like it, it has this sort of british bound, like bounce
1: but like i think to it like this it has definitely a lot of like the um new wavy british synth. that's what i'm right, saying right yeah, right yeah, yeah. that's yeah. where
2: i was so yeah. surprised yeah, yeah that
1: i'm not that yeah watched. when i say i because mean it more it like, yeah, really like, yeah, yeah, like yeah like yeah uh, not like beatles yeah really like, fishy, like, 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 no. like no no like new order yeah. and like you said like the like the cure heads, yeah like boys don't cry like that kind of thing where it's kind of like the like even um black widow spider where it like goes with the um the like the melodies with the guitar line that's yeah. like black widow spider like yeah. that yeah <laughs> can I you say lo- that again <laughs> black widow spider <laughs> but it is it's that like
0: see or like uh singing like a lot of it. speaking on key
1: like. yeah a lot of it is either like really syncopated like dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum dum, yeah. right on the beat for are singing like that yeah um yeah so i really really like that kind of vibe to it I like that you guys were like it sounds really British cuz I was like this sounds so American. Like that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, I thought it was like super New York and, and that's like That's
2: why it's good to have a difference of opinions Well, I'll no, I because
1: there are there are Ramones <laughs> vibes
0: to it too and that's what made it feel Yeah, Mike did say leather jacket, spreading. New Yorkish, like CBGB's kind of a vibe.
1: Yeah. Did you guys like feel like it was almost like um like I, I think it kind of sounds like The Strokes first record oh, I love a the little strokes. bit yeah. a little bit, not yeah. like a ton. But, um yeah,
0: but that's what I mean. It's kind of like they took they took I think elements of sort of like everything that they really like and just blended it, blended it up and put it in there. Also, not that it's necessarily relevant, although I think it is, uh this album very very influenced uh by LSD. <laughs> you think so? Oh, I read I was reading I was reading interviews and one of the guitar players was like, "I remember going to the gym on acid and thinking like, oh my god, I'm a fucking superhero." Like he's like, "I just it was like yeah, de- what I was doing, and then like, yeah, they talk about, and it, it, the the majority of the record was uh, recorded in upstate New York. I think where are in upstate New York
1: though. In
2: the pretty part, without the trash. In the pretty part, without
0: the trash. Um, uh, I can't remember either it way. It doesn't of, matter.
1: It kind of is not that pretty. The more you drive up, really? Yeah, like the more you drive up to Buffalo, you're like, oh. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, they were right. in the they were well they were in the Catskill Mountains in yes. upstate New York. Well,
2: then that is a pretty part. Yes,
1: there's some pretty parts.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the the who was it? Um, one of the guitar players said it's an area of sacredness, a magic and fertile place with clean air, mountain water, and a lot of protected land. Working on long improvised jams that could reach up to 40 minutes in length, the band recorded. Oh, and it goes on to say, yeah, who they recorded with. So. um... Yeah, I'm like I said, I don't know much about the band. I listened to, I went on, you know, I as the novice, right? I went on to Spotify and I was like, "What are the five most played songs by this band?" and I listened to that along with listening to the record. Two of the songs on the top five on their Spotify is on this album as well. But um, but yeah, I loved I loved how it like it 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 gave you sort of like that like dirty rock and roll, but then it also gave. That um, yes, that that's what I loved about it. It like, was like um, a
1: super dancey, like gritty rock and roll record. It, this is like a great rock and roll record for people that are like, "There's no good modern guitar bands." This is a great modern yeah. guitar record that's also danceable and. You know what I mean? It has, like, great synth yeah. lines. It has. It sounds really modern, but it's also, it's very, it's super rock and roll at yeah. the core.
0: That's what I mean. I think it's, I think, I'll say this. I think this record is going to be a great live album
1: to see them play straight through. I would agree. I want
2: to go to a concert so bad.
1: I know. I'd like to see this band live. Um, yeah.
2: Do you know who I want to see live? Who? I want to see Ty Siegel. Really, oh. really, really bad. Me too. Um, I want to go. Oh. <sighs>
1: Me too. I was just saying that this morning. Oh I'd
0: like to go see the OCs. Too. Let's
1: let's pause this conversation for the last thing we'll talk about. Let's, okay. But um standouts on because I would like to talk about that as well. Um Standout for me on this record too was um the song Zoom Out that was like um we got dancing, we got screaming, we got laughing. Like and it was all like talking about the human condition um and all the things you, we have. Like we have smoking dreaming relations. Um and then like the chorus uh ends with like <gasps> Earth shut down. Oh hold hold on we have a cat. Uh, oh my god, Get there's off a cat my artwork.
0: So Ooh. oh the cat oh. this is cats, it's people, okay. cats. Do we do we want to kick her out of the sun porch? I am. This part of the episode is brought to you by cats. Ladies and gentlemen, do you hate your furniture? Do you want everything in your house to smell like cats, be covered in cat hair, and also be ruined as a result of your cat needing
1: into it? Cats. By cats. Um so anyway, the song I want to talk about, "Zoomed Out," um, I just kind of liked. Like maybe this was the like, reference I got from it, but um, where they're shut down in in space is so passe. Um, I think it was kind of a play on Sun Ra's um, "Space Is the Place," where an artist oh, okay. like Sun Ra took, um, you know what I mean? Like Sun Ra, yeah, Sun Ra um, took um, his. His idea was um, to get a bigger picture of yourself universe- un- universally – I can't speak. Universally, yeah. Yeah, by looking to the stars and um, therefore maybe seeing yourself in a bigger light in yeah. in the universe, right? Where this song took it and he says space is passe, you know what I mean? Like Sunrise Space is the place. And he's saying like let's focus on like all the good things we have here that yeah. make you human. In um, a larger picture on this album, um, like, the first song, like, was just about, like, walking down the street um, and enjoying, like, the simple pleasures in life. Uh, it also, like, a, um, a reference to wearing a mask in the uh, first song on the record. Um, I thought that this record had a very much an idea of, like, normal life is somewhat magical and that normal life is something to be celebrated because I found that, like, all the songs in this record had, like, a a fun way to look at like um all the things that were happening. And this was a yeah. very like um, lockdown-y COVID um, talk, you know, about like it was recorded when that happened. And like, I think a lot of the lyrics in this record have a lot to do with like finding the simple pleasures in, in life because when you are in those situations, like
2: that's all that's left. Yeah. So, you so gotta like enjoy it. Yeah. Yes. Well, this,
1: this album, according
0: to Wikipedia, I don't know for sure. The majority of the album was written before the COVID pandemic with the exception of marathon of anger. Yes. Which that song was influenced by the black lives matter protests, June of 2020. Right. Yeah. Um But again, though, a song that I mean, and I guess, just as as the nature of the podcast is because what we're doing, like in contrast to the sort of social commentary that's on the, my morning jacket record. This is, I feel like you listen to it and you're like, this is when it's done, right?
1: Yes. It, Cause I feel like it's not so much in your face. Like the lyrics on that song were, um, it's time. Everyone's, uh, gone to work. Uh, no institution, uh, repeat of it's time. Everyone got to work. Uh, and no city. It's all community. No industry. No institution. No city. It's all community, yep. right? These are.
0: It's not like malls are closed and I'm sad.
1: <laughs> Thank you. It's it's more <laughs> and, and and um our hands are ringing. Neighborhoods walking. You know what I mean? Discontinue discontinued 2020. We've got the power. It's it's more of like uh you can. Almost put anything you want onto it. Yeah. It's a blank canvas statement of inclusion and unity and um, of yeah, togetherness causes, and
2: of the little people.
1: Yeah. Well, again,
0: yes. or, or you should say this: it makes you it makes you sort of like self reflective, and it makes you think about bigger, well, bigger it's, ideas it's also, instead of the "I miss how
1: it was." Well, it's also not a rock star going uh, referencing um, the end of Stranger Things things, and it's a band saying we are the community. And they're with yeah. you, right? This yeah. is a band of the people by the people, right? right, right. That's what. That's why this record translates differently to me. Yeah. Um, and like you're more
2: because it's relatable.
1: Yes, you're more apt to to get that's down real. with what they're selling, and you yeah, know, just get down. But um, also, I love the song "Plant Life" on here. Yep. Uh, and again, the normal um, banalness of being a human, um, Homo Sapien, on this record was super cool. Um, and just talking about like you know um there's like tv you know there's tvs in your fridge and even like that like he says like a line like that in this there's a tv in your fridge a a voice that recites the news and right this is kind of on that line of that jim james was getting on it's just it's just a bit more like tweaked and yeah yeah yeah. refined refined to you know not it's i don't know it's easier to swallow for me yeah um but yeah I love this record. Yeah, and, and even the cover art for this record fits this record super super well too. Oh, what is
2: it? I didn't see it. I'll show you. Where, I love at cover art.
1: Me too. Where the My Morning Jacket record to me felt like just a rip off of oh, I like that. um who, The Grateful Dead's Europe 72. Who made this? Yeah, it's
0: blatant. Who's the artist. I, I think no the guitar player. That's why that's why the actually in researching the band I like of that course. Hot. Um I, uh one of the two guitar players I can't, I can't remember who who did what. But um I think it was Andrew Savage, either Andrew Savage or Austin Brown. Uh, That was another thing that they talked about, which was like, yeah, the thing that the COVID pandemic, what I was doing during it was, you know, going in, working on production, working on all that stuff. And also being able to concentrate on making a really good album cover
1: yes this album cover it is it's a really good album it's fantastic and i just really like how i mean i've said this but like how the lyrics are just looking at like how like when things get taken away from you how little can you live with and what can you appreciate in that little space and then also all this stuff is being said and it's just over dancey like you don't have to get that into it right like if you're listening to it like the lyrics have all that stuff in it but just, you can
2: just bop along to it and enjoy it. Yeah,
1: you can just yeah. like dance and I'm like. I'm looking yeah. forward
2: to driving. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it's it's and, like, and, like it's a he- it's it. heavy if you
0: want it to be heavy, but it can also be light, right?
1: Yeah. It it's it's got both I just really like this record. It's yeah. got a lot of stuff in it and it's um it's a lot of fun. Um if you again like Rock and roll is not dead. These are two new rock and roll records you can listen to. They yeah. have guitar, and they have drums, and they yeah. have bass, and um, they're cool. And I like both of these records, even though I did not like I, this record. I would rate, if I'm doing the Pitchfork scale, I'm going to rate this a 7.9 to an 8. I think Ooh. it's good. I think this is going to age great as well.
0: Yeah. So. I would agree. Yeah. Yes. Strong 8. Strong 8 for me yes. as well. Yeah. Um, we can take a break real quick you said you had something else you wanted to talk about yeah, so we'll, we can take we'll a quick break we take a break.
1: quick commercial break
0: and uh, yeah we'll be right back
2: most of us i.e. comedians treat
1: open mics as a necessary evil But not Silas P. Every week, Silas talks to a veteran of the sights, sounds, and smells of the Philly open mic scene, sharing stories of momentary triumph and lingering failure with enough shit talk sprinkled in to make you listen to hear your name. I'm like 35%
2: sure that I'm in there. So pay attention, hang out in the room, and maybe you'll learn why you got bumped on the launching pod.
0: Welcome back water based yeah those are
1: Jade's they're made in pencils sketching
2: pencils from Michael's
1: they're made in Germany oh yeah Um, also only
2: the best Deutschland
1: real quick uh, you can
0: find all of Jade's artwork which is all for sale at shades of azul on Instagram yes greeting cards custom watercolor home portraits
2: yes Order and. your Christmas home portrait or your favorite haunted house. Also, Whatever you want.
0: At a very good price, you know. So why spend money on Hallmark?
2: Hawking <laughs> my wares. Hawking
0: <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. It's very good. So just check out Shades of Azul. And if you're a fan of cooking, you can see her making pastries that
1: dessert person with Jade. Yeah. 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 Check it out. Check it out. Try it out. Hobbies. Try it try it out.
2: Hobbies. They're good for you.
1: Yeah. Hobbies. Check out check out those paintings. Yeah.
0: Um, So, we used to have a radio show, believe it or not. We
1: did, where we
0: actually played music, which is the only sad part I feel like of having a podcast is that we can't. Yeah, Yeah. we we had a a turntable we brought into the radio station. It was an online radio station and local AM radio station.
2: It was so much fun
0: and uh, the AM sound. (laughs) Yeah,
2: we would eat many snacks and we would talk about our favorite songs and. I did the music news. The
0: music news oh, along with the weather too. Yeah, you would, did the weather. I did the weather
2: and music news.
0: Doesn't really weather weather doesn't really work for podcasts. It doesn't. Though.
2: But it is a sunny beautiful fall day today. I would <laughs> yeah, say maybe nice.
0: 70s. Happy November. It yes. was the 1st of November. Yeah. We're finally in Thanksgiving season. I ordered my turkey.
2: turkey. Turkey turkey turkey. Turkey lucky.
0: Uh, So, Jade, do you have any music news for us?
2: I do. And by music news, I mean, who died?
0: Yeah, because that's what we always just talked about on the radio show. (laughs) Jade was like,
1: who died today? Who
2: died today? We were
1: in prime rock star death, period. Yeah,
2: oh, Tom Petty.
1: Bowie, Bowie died when we were doing our radio show, I think.
2: Yep.
0: Did B.B. King die when we were doing our radio show? Uh, No. A lot of people
2: died that year, actually.
0: Yeah, Yeah, lost a lot of good men out there. All
2: right, let's talk about this guy. All right. Dion Estus. Estus? Estus? I don't know who that is. I don't know. He's the bassist, and he played with the pop group Wham and George Michael. He died October 11th, 2021. He was born July 4th,
1: 1956. Rest
2: in Wham. Rest in peace.
1: Wake me up before you go-go. <laughs> oh. <No, okay. laughs>
2: Another. uh um, Too soon. <laughs> The next the next Just out of
1: nowhere. Wham. <laughs> no. Oh,
2: my God. Okay. Get oh. in the garage is insensitive
0: music news. Today. Oh, my okay. God. That
2: was bad. Next up.
0: <laughs> that was a careless whisper that. if I've ever heard one.
2: <laughs> Guys, it's not nice. We're supposed to be reverent of these people's contributions Rest to the musical peace. world. No. Okay. Ron Tut. He died at age 83 on October 16th, 2021. <laughs> he was born March 12th, 1938, and he was a session in dr- um, touring drummer for Neil Diamond, also a long-term drummer for Neil the Diamond. Greatest it says American and songwriter. Guess who of his he generation. played with? Who? Elvis.
1: Elvis. Wow. Oh.
2: But now he can no longer play. So rest well. in
1: peace. Rest in peace. I'm trying to.
2: <laughs> the next person.
1: Rest in peace. Rest in peace.
2: Jay Black he died at age 82 he was born November 2nd 1938 died October 22nd our mother's birthday and he was the lead singer with Jay and the Americans
1: oh, Jay and the Americans and, th- and that is it S&P for your music T- news s and the Americans? I've never really listened no nope.
2: and that is the end of the relevant <laughs> deaths that I cared to mention
1: Thank you, Jane. You're welcome. That was wonderful music news. Yeah. Music death.
0: Also, it makes me happy that I'm not the one bringing the sad news
1: to the podcast for once.
2: (laughs) I I like music. I like doing music news. I miss our radio show. Mm. It was fun.
1: We used to have so much fun. Yeah.
2: We used to eat so much snackies.
1: Yeah. That was
2: Luke putting bugles on his fingers every day.
1: Yeah. Prime trail mix eating. Oh, yeah. Lots of trail mix. Oh, gummy worms. Gummy worms are great. Yeah.
2: And then we would go to the flea market on Sundays and buy stuff, sell stuff. Yeah. Have new stuff to talk about.
0: I know. We looked at pictures of uh, the old flea market days in Mansfield with the the Volkswagen Passat. (laughs) That
1: that while you were parking, me and Jade would have a panic attack.
0: Yeah, remember? Oh, it's a a sight to behold being a vendor at a flea market and getting to the flea market uh, area at like 7 o'clock in the morning to just trucks filled with... What seems like just garbage? Oh, it is, but it's <laughs> fun to just, look through. Just dusty old garbage. <laughs> it's fun.
2: One person's trash is another person's treasure. Yeah.
0: Also, for uh, for the vinyl record consumer, stop buying your fucking records at Fye and go to a flea market and get your knees dirty digging through crates, because that's the way to do it.
2: Or go see Dan at Mystic Disc. Or see, really yeah, nice. or
0: support your local record yeah. business for sure. Dan's for cool. sure, for sure. But just, I'm just saying, stop buying from big bloated fucking. Yeah. You know. Take advantage of the Target clearance section, but other than that,
2: <laughs> save your money where you can.
0: No, every single, every <laughs> single time, Luke will be like, "Hey, man, check out this record I found at Target for three dollars." And, and Mike I'm like, never finds. Anything. And every time I go, I'm like, "You know why? Because
2: Luke's already been there. That's yeah, why. Yeah,
0: that's why." Dude, Dude there,
1: I, for some reason, there was like 20 copies of Bob Marley's um, Exodus with a T-shirt. Exodus. Um, like the Back to Black vinyl pressings. And they were on Clarence at Target in the shrink for $3 a piece. That's mm. so crazy. And I bought one. And then they restocked them and put them back on the shelf. And it's the same record, same shirt. Mm-hmm. And it's t- like $35 yeah. now. Well,
2: someone maybe got fired for that. That might have been an oopsie.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I find them all the time. If you go to the Target near where we work, Michael, yes. the Clarence vinyl section is about 10 times bigger. Is it? Yes. It is huge. Ooh scored some good ones out of there so, too so Luke
2: did you have something you wanted to talk about I did before we took over
1: Bef- well before we yes um, before the deaths of our esteemed Music musicians death. rest in peace <laughs> um <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys. You were talking about uh, Ty Siegel. Did you yeah, listen to the Ty new Siegel. Ty Siegel record, Harmonizer? Wait, what? Did you listen to the new Ty Siegel record? Um, that came there out was one Wait. a couple months ago. What? Oh, it, you know, what, though, maybe I did a couple of months ago. And then the one that came out before that
0: was a couple months before that. No, I know, he's, he's very prolific.
1: He's been uh, he's been not as prolific lately. His last three records have been Harmonized. like pretty. Uh, have I? <gasps> pretty spaced. I don't,
0: um, I don't know, man. First Taste, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Pigman Lives Volume One twenty nineteen Fungus Two is D- twenty twenty Demos Demos fung- Harmonizer twenty twenty one Okay,
2: okay whole, full length the whole album to my Okay I'm gonna but yes to uh, it this week. So
1: check out that record because we were talking about how like a lot of these um, bands that have been around for a while are starting to or at least I said this We're starting to um, make dancier records Yeah um, So that Ty Siegel record that came out um, Ty Siegel's been probably around since like uh, the mid two thousand like um you know two thousand five two thousand ten area He's getting started Yeah um, he um released this new record and it has a lot of uh synthesizer and um like drum like uh cool drum and piano stuff going on on it yeah. um it's very much like a synthy like a muddy synth record um and I think a lot of these bands and like I said like the ocs last record was like very like James Brownie mm. but like a punk band yeah um so I think, like, a lot of these bands are making very interesting, like, dance records and, like, That's incorporating, exciting. like, those kinds of elements into their stuff. And yeah. I find, like, these bands, um, at least in the rock and roll thing, are very much, like, changing what's happening. And yeah. there's a lot of interesting, cool stuff, I think, that, like, might be looked at later as, like, you know, something, like, a movement happening. But I think, yeah. like, a, there's going to be, like... a a lot of like the garagey rock bands are getting more danceable and not afraid of the drum machines and the hip hop and yeah, um, things like that and um, like we're saying in the worst case scenario you're getting jack white rapping on his last record and mm-hmm. on the best case scenario you get like um the Ty par- yeah the parquet courts record where yeah, you know right, it's got right. like danceable beats and yeah it's you know a whole different now, texture yeah. of that
2: we just need to bring back the dance halls yeah i'm ready to dance
1: get me a discotheque i want Stat. that
2: i want that why don't we have that i don't want to go to the club at well Wisconsin. because of
0: covid now obviously dance. but they're no, you know what no, it I is. Think I nothing
2: think for people our age. I yeah, but I think the thing is, is that dance culture, dance,
0: dance culture, has either gone like the hip hop route or it's gone like the EDM route. You know what I mean? Like in terms of, I think like what dance do you think, Luke? Culture, I but the thing is, is that there's no, the back of your there's brain. no rock
1: and roll dance culture area. Well, Mike? It. Well, what Mike said, there's no culture of rock and roll, like of live. Of live band dancing. There's no culture of that no, right now. No. I think it would be. I want that. It would be super fun and interesting yeah. if that culture came back. But you need club owners. You need, ba- you need bands willing to to do that. And, and you need
0: people willing to come out of their house to go to those things too. Um, like, not I, that I don't think a that you really can't get people really, to do that. But.
1: A lot of it is, is, is venue. Um, there's a yeah. lot that you need to just go out and start a venue and it's incredibly hard to run a venue yeah. um and we all know like what the like ups and downs are about um venues and it's like I think alcohol is the main play in it and I think like that that has a lot to do that has a lot to do with like everything that's ha- that happens in that kind of environment it's the yeah. uh, it's i don't know yeah so but uh, hopefully there's i i, I feel like because I would like that as well Jade like a more Um, like environment to go see a band and appreciate a band for a band in the band environment like
2: yeah like it's I want a place where it is literally about the music and you go to dance not to hook up with people not to get shit-faced like literally it's about the music and for like local kids bands because like when we were growing up there was a lot of that, and there's like none of that anymore. No.
1: Yeah. Kids
0: aren't in bands. Uh, well, and anymore. especially now too, I think that like like now you more would than ever...
1: like you're saying too, like if a, there was like a hip band, you would go see a hip band, and there's no alcohol involved. It's just yeah, like, I'd be
2: fine with that. I mean, yeah. I like to drink, but I don't need to to enjoy something. That's how I
1: that, that's how I feel too, and I feel like it cuts off a lot of like kids from starting younger too, because all the venues to play are they're all alcohol related, mm-hmm. right? But, yeah, they yeah, like, make it make up... it like it's an eighteen plus. <laughs> yeah we used to Pride. do a
2: lot of vfw things remember yeah. like with um oh, what was that band called that reed was in
1: oh man what's whatever there was a few last all, right, to all fall. Hallows
2: eve or no I, no I, all hollows
1: evil
0: was a different band that was i don't a different know band. That anyway was a band. but no he was yeah, in like that you know last to, to fall that's what with it was greg, wetzel, yes. greg wetzel greg wetzel a regular listener of the podcast so if you're listening oh, greg, shout, out. shout out
1: to you my man oh yeah Right, right on to fall.
2: all those reasons why I'm now deaf from but, standing too close to the speaker. But, but like, it was great.
1: Yeah, not to be like, you know, too like but like I was like at those shows and those shows changed my life and like were yeah. like big things to go do. Like you were yeah. gonna go see. Yeah, Luke
2: was in bands, he was doing it, but yeah. it was all at like gross VFW places, which is the only place where young kids could go.
1: I feel like uh yeah. yeah there should I I think the culture, I don't know if the like our culture is very alcohol centric. And very uh, all that stuff, so yeah. it's fun to go like be uninhibited and like have fun. But there, you know, there's a you know you gotta start start your own venue.
2: Well, yeah, if, it, if, if you want to see him go, go start it. If we win it. the lottery, let's do it.
1: <laughs> I uh, would. I, I think that would be a really really let's fun idea.
0: It. Yeah, and not for nothing, but there, it's not like there's any shortages of potential dance halls. Uh, in this also, state, or in pretty guys... much any other state, because like let's be real, we're guys... all pretty much from these all from these old mill towns that aren't really active anymore. <laughs> There's plenty of space. To start these things.
1: Well, do you notice, too, that, like, bands are just skipping over, like, the, the, you'll get some bands that'll come through Boston, but, like, even for us, Boston's an hour away. That sucks to drive mm-hmm.
0: to. Yes, Connecticut is usually always skipped. We get
1: skipped. There's, like, bands don't even come it's to New Boston Haven and New York. anymore. Yeah. Well, because, and New okay, Haven,
2: let's think about the huge. few shows that we went to that were here. Poor Jeff the Brotherhood I felt so bad for them It was like Dead fish Everyone was just like Bleh. And like I wanted to dance But I didn't want to be The only one like, Right So like we went Also and... I get embarrassed Let's
1: shout out To how terrible That venue <laughs> I don't even care Talking shit on uh, That it. venue Feather was Music was Hall, so gross Blows Providence or they Island were rude. Oh yeah Yeah that venue sucks I don't care Who nice. knows
2: And the beer was so warm And <laughs> the beer was warm yes. I mean it's not about the alcohol But if you're gonna The beer, second time We saw Jeff the
0: Brotherhood though That was a nice little venue. It just wasn't a booming town. They kind of got
1: screwed there too, and it was like on a Wednesday night. Remember, it's like we were the only
2: people that pre-bought tickets.
1: (laughs) We were like the only people that bought tickets. Yeah, (laughs) we were like there was like five people at that show, and I loved Jeff the
2: Brotherhood, so I feel bad that like no one showed up. But that's but that's
1: the culture of what happens when you when people like we like that band, so we went out and saw that band. It's like that was our favorite band, so we are gonna go. But. When you have this, like, whole thing of it's not kept up and, like, you really need to – it's like a garden. You need to, like, tame it and, like, you know, cut yeah. it and, like, have, you know. And
2: promote it and clean the floor and, like, have it not smell like well, a, a lot. sack. I of don't
0: it. even care. I don't mind, like, a dingy, dirty, gross
1: bar, but it's, like – A lot of it, too, is a lot of um, – You need to,
2: like – yeah but you need to like attract people to it
1: well you need you yeah. need young you need young people to be interested
2: in young it. people to be interested in parents okay to think that this place is good okay we'll go to this yeah let the kids go
0: even though i, I don't know i don't even know if it's necessarily that it's just like
2: <sighs> wasn't there a the... place in oh, it like it closed down but um oh my gosh what was it called and it used to be a rock club, and they would like I think on WAAF they the would
0: LNG. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think was that
0: it. Well, LNG the, was in New London. That was in New,
1: New London, London. Yes,
2: that's the one I'm thinking of. That closed down. See, like
1: yeah, the LNG. Yeah, that's
0: like that's like office space now
1: again have some band but even even so like you have a lot of those um clubs down there and they will it's just more profitable to book a DJ than it is to book um five bands that nobody knows but like there is yeah. like a great club like we went to 33 Golden Street they have local great bands be playing yeah. there all the time Is that where we went for New Year's? Nope, 33 Golden was uh the place that um that's... my band oh, cat wait, Mouth played.
0: Yeah. No, 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 that's in that's in New London.
1: That's in New London, 33 Golden.
0: When we when Cat Mouth played, did you come to that? I don't think she came to that. I don't that.
1: think I came to that. That was like it's right That's next the to Telegraph where, uh, in New London.
0: Nick's band, uh, Marvelous Liars. Shout out to Marvelous Liars. They're a good like New London based, New London Connecticut based band. They play there all the time. They're like regulars there. Um, but then there's the um what's that restaurant there like right on bank street um the social the social yeah, the they social were is cool because right? they have they all have like full-on like big bands yeah you know what I'm saying
1: like they like you know so yeah they have that great the, outdoor stage over there right
0: uh, uh no 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 you're thinking of that place is closed hygienic down. arts the yeah Hyg- yeah hygienic arts has the coolest outdoor stage uh the social is right across the street from that where it's like it's a restaurant.
2: It's the burger place. It's like the, it's like
0: burgers and all that stuff, but they uh, they clear out like a large section and they have like um you know like Connecticut based sort of like uh big bands and I think there is like it's like the New London hmm. big band or some jazz something or another. Um, I think Jeff's dad played with them at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. The
1: venue we went on New Year's Eve is a great venue up in Boston that yeah. still has great bands that was play. So that venue is called the Sinclair. Yeah, that's a that was a, a beautiful scene, there's venue. There's a
0: scene there though. That's you know what I'm saying. And mm. I just I think the problem is is that there's just not really a, a scene in Connecticut. Kids. There's not really a scene in Rhode Island anymore. There was, yeah, there was Mental. when when we were younger, like in the early 2000s. There was that. It's like it was CT hardcore, man. That was the thing. That was like a movement for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the tough. Tough, hardcore, straight edge kids, you know? New England. Um, that came out of the, you know, Kill Switch Engage, uh, As I Hate Like Breed. Dying, Hate Breed, Our Final Chapter. Oh, speaking a lot of, of
2: what like was that. that band that you were in that you.
0: I don't, well, I prefer not to say.
1: Because <laughs> there's a video on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> you want to see any on. videos of me, uh, the, uh, the Quiet Room Band has a YouTube account. Uh, yep. Check out my high school band. Wow. Pretty bad.
0: Yeah, there's one of the first band I was in Lost and Ruin where it it is a fifteen year old Michael and it is embarrassing.
2: He's so cute.
0: No, it was awful. I'm like, Why Wait, was I even one, in this band? Is
2: that the one that Casey was into?
0: Casey was in that band. He played bass for that band for a hot minute, and then we went on to start a different band with uh with Casey on he was on guitar for a minute, and then uh Archie. Yeah. Jared Deeth, rest Very in peace, a good, good friend. Drummer. Uh, amazing drummer, played drums. Ian Gillis. Ian. I don't know if Ian's listening to this podcast, Ian's but Ian was the, land. the Appalachian Trail. Um, was on vocals. Yeah, Casey, and then uh, me on guitar, and then Joey Gallo. Shout out to Joey Gallo as the bass player. The man who looked like uh, I don't know what he looks like now, but he looked like Rob Zombie then. Definitely did. did I um, the one? Also, real quick, speaking of Rob Zombie, uh, check watched... out Check out Fight for Your Friends, oh, our yeah. man George Bruderman, who is also a co host of the Feel Feelings podcast, who did a sky ish version of uh-huh. Dracula.
2: Fun. So
0: check that out. I think it's on Spotify. We'll have to we'll link it up to the story for the podcast too, so you can check it out. Yes. Very George fun. Bruderman. Right on. He he contacted me about the last uh, last oh. week's episode about guitars and stuff, and uh, gross. He 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 gross was guitars. flying the flag oh, yes, of I the guild this. guitar.
1: I saw this. Um, also, shout out! I'm going to be on. I'm on the new episode of uh, of uh, Feel Feelings. Oh, are you? Yeah.
2: What feelings are you feeling?
1: Um, I was not feeling any feelings as much as I played the Spotify game with them, and uh, I dedicated nice. a song to George for his birthday. Aww. Um, yes, and happy birthday to George, belated. It, it was a was real a big fish ago, song but... because that's George if he was a band. Yeah. So,
0: right on. Well, don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us on all social media platforms and wherever you find your podcast.
1: <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. Smash that. Smash, that...
0: Smash the subscribe button. And... Yeah, open
1: up us... a can of whoop ass on oh. that bell. Hit it. <laughs> ding ding.
0: Get in the garage. Until next time.
2: Oh, my son's
0: up. Oh, I don't know if the mic's picked it up. So, yes, the boy has awoken. Until next time, (laughs) we'll see you later.
1: This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information, and links to other shows please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com/podcasts